0: Hi everybody, this is Wintry, this is the Fantasy Wrestling Talk Podcast. It's the only fantasy wrestling talk podcast anywhere on the internet. If you're a return listener, thank you for listening. If you are a first time listener to this podcast, what I do is I compare WWE television, Raw, Smackdown, pay-per-views to playing fantasy sports. I know a lot of people out there play fantasy football. Basically what I try to do is I try to relay messages and I tell you who to start and set in terms of fantasy points, there's a lot of people that play fantasy football, and there's also a lot of people that play fantasy wrestling. I'm trying to combine them both a one podcast. Um, what I try to do is I try to go really fast. I tell you three things you should know for the week, um, who had a good week, who had a bad week, and then your stars and sits for the upcoming week. And then I try to give you a quick uh, fantasy wrestling stat of the week. Uh, usually it usually has to do with a wrestler, just wrestler, or kind of something you should pay attention to. Okay, so uh, without further ado, let's go over the three things we learned during the week. They don't necessarily have to involve matches, but it's kind of three things you should pay attention to. Uh, number three, uh, Liv Morgan is now, they want to say it, they want to say she's a hardcore wrestler now. Um, I'm going to actually get to her match against Sonya Deville later, but this is a drastic change of what she's been known for. Um They said she's supposed to be one of the Wyatt Six. Who knows if that's the actual storyline or not. I'm not touching that until it actually happens. But her being hardcore is actually going to affect her in a negative way uh, fantasy-wise. And I'm going to talk about that in a later for starts and sits. But that's something you should pay attention to. Um, Number two is Hit Row has a mystery partner. In their 3-on-3 three three match against Legato de Fantasmo. I always pronounce that wrong. I hope it's close enough where everybody knows what it is. It's basically a 3-on-3 three three match. Hit row short one person. Um, I don't know who they're going to pull. It could be anybody. It's supposed to be Carmelo Hayes. I hope not. Um, he's from NXT. I'm sorry about that. Uh, because I don't want to give... I'm hoping they don't give... Uh, Santos Escobar his first loss in a six-man tag match I'd rather him get a couple wins under his belt because people just drafted him in fantasy Um, usually your wrestler gets hot right when they come out if Santos Escobar is your leader and he gets a loss in a six-man tag I know it's a six-man tag it doesn't look good for your team going forward so I don't know who the mystery person is it could be anybody just keeping your heads up on that that's going to be revealed this week and the number one lesson we learned this week is Baron Corbin is back I love it He's a great wrestler. He came back with JBL. Basically, he was in an exchange uh, for Rey Mysterio. Uh, that's a big addition for Raw in that they have a mid-level heel on the show. And he brought back JBL, who's going to be his manager, whatever on the title is. I don't, it doesn't matter what the title is, but if JBL is going to be in his corner, that means Corbin is going to be racking up some nice, easy wins. Um, he might be a guy you want to jump on. If he's still available in your league, because he's going to get some wins, he might not get title matches, but he'll be on TV every day now that they give him a title t- uh, character change. So he's the, number one per- he's the number one lesson we learned as Baron Corbin's back. Okay, now let's get into with three fantasy studs of the week. These are wrestlers that had a good week in terms of fantasy. Uh, number three is the Good Brothers had their first match um, in a while. Anderson and Gallows, they basically beat the Alpha Academy. Elf Academy, they lose all the week. That doesn't really count for anything. But, now that Gals and Anderson are back on uh, Monday Night Raw. They're going to have more matches more, consi- more consistently. They're a good tag team to grab. If they're with AJ, expect a lot of six-man tag, a lot of tag matches with them. But they're going to have a lot of matches going forward. So, they're a good tag team going forward to have. Number two, uh, the fantasy stud of the week is Damage Control. Kai and Sky. Uh, they defeated Rodriguez and Chotsky uh, for the women's tag titles um, Rodriguez is going to be eventually going to go up into a singles um, main event rain run whatever you want to call it and Chotsky is not that good of a wrestler I don't want to get into Pacifics why I don't like her but it's not really a quality win if you look at it for damage control but it's a title defense and you get the title defense points when you can so if you had them or one of the two, um, you, you got some points for not only the win, for also for a title offense. for good, so good for them. And the number one fantasy stud of the week is Seth Rollins successfully defending his U.S. title against Matt Riddle. Um, I don't know when Rollins will lose his title. I don't know who's going to defend, who's going to lose it to, But good for Rollins for a successful title defense, and. It looks good for him going forward. Um, Rollins, he's going to be on. I don't know if he's going to have a match in um, the next preview they have or he's going to rival with, but it looks like going forward he's going to have the title for a little while. So if you have Rollins, most people have him in a draft. He should have been taken anyways. Um, Just start him every week because you don't know when he's going to have another match. Okay. On the flip side of studs, you have to have duds. So number three, the fantasy dud of the week. Is Dolph Ziggler, basically he hasn't been seen on TV in months and he basically is on the losing side of Baron Corbin coming back I mean you could have had Baron, I would have had Baron Corbin beat up on some local guy there's no reason to pull Dolph Ziggler out and have him lose this match unless you want to show Dolph Ziggler's even a face going forward, but it's not worth it for how little he's on TV, it's not worth the storyline um, Corbin, like I said, couldn't beat anybody else but there's no reason to pull Ziggler out and have me in this match. So that's why Ziggler is my number three uh, fantasy dud of the week. Um, number two is AJ Styles losing to Dominic. I'm going to say this is one of the biggest upsets they've had in WWE history. With the Good Brothers in a match and AJ Styles in a match, you knew they weren't both going to win all their both their matches. So one of the two had to lose. The Good Brothers weren't going to lose the Elf Academy. I didn't know how AJ was going to lose against Dominic. I thought he would have won by TQ, Um, but basically Rhea Ripley interfered and Dominic won. So it's it's kind of a bad loss for AJ. And if he's stuck in this judgment day rivalry, which it looks like it's gonna be for a while, uh that means no titles and he's gonna be crisscrossing wins uh with the um Good Brothers and tag matches, like I said, and singles matches. So Expecting the trade-off matches, wins, and losses with Judgment Day, Finn Balor, and Damian Priest for a while. Um, so it's just Styles is kind of stuck in no man's land rival on Judgment Day. And the number one fantasy dud of the week is Liv Morgan. I'm actually going to talk her about a lot this week. But she had a double count out draw with Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville is, how do I say this, a, a, should be a guaranteed win every week. Whenever she fights, Sonia Deville hasn't been in a while. Uh, it's a big, Liv Morgan should have won this match cleanly. She could have beat her cleanly in the ring. But um, I don't see how you had to have a draw in this match. You should have had some way where Liv could have won by DQ, or she could have lost by DQ and had to go crazy or whatever. But you, she didn't have to have a A no-win match against Sonya Deville. I'd be mad if I started Liv Morgan. I had, oh, Sonya Deville's on a schedule. I'd be mad if I didn't get the win. Okay. So, top three fantasy duds are Ziggler's three, two is AJ, and one is Liv Morgan. Okay. Now, let's get into last week's starts and sits. Uh, Let's see how good my predictions were. Um, I said to start solo. He successfully won against Sheamus this week. Um, I said to start Bobby Lashley. He did not have a match. I said to sit Bray Wyatt. I said do not ever start him until he actually comes out and actually has a match. There's no reason to. I know he's made appearances the last two weeks, but I'm not starting Bray until he actually has a match. So I was correct on that pick. And I said to sit Dominic. Uh, Mysterio, um, I said there's no way he's going to win against Gallows or AJ. And... I was 100% wrong. I take the loss like a real man. I was wrong in that pick. Dominic was a wrong pick. He did get a win against AJ, like I said. Um, so I had one win in and Solo. I had two that were a tie, and I had one that was a loss. So one, won one and two for the week. Not a good week for me this week. Um, so hopefully I do better for my predictions for next week. So as for the predictions for this upcoming week, uh, number one is I'm starting Ronda Rousey. She's got an open challenge. Um... Let me get backtrack just a second. Most of these predictions have to do with SmackDown because SmackDown announced a whole lot of matches for the subsequent week because they're on FS1 and not on Fox. So they want to kind of build up the show to make people watch it, FS1. So usually when they're FS1, they have better matches. They announce them ahead of time. So most of my predictions have to do with SmackDown. So sorry about that. So um, I want, number one, I'm going to start Ronda Rousey. She's got an open invitation. She's probably going to fight like an Aaliyah or an Atalia or whatever. Ryan Rousey's not losing the title. Stutter this week. I'm also going to start Baron Corbin now that he's back. Um, they're going to try to keep him, keep some kind of momentum with him. JBL is going to interfere with the week probably. So I'm going to start Baron Corbin. I don't know who he's going to go against. Doesn't matter. Start Baron Corbin. I'm going to start Vinnie. Um, uh, he is with the Imperium. Um, I think that they're going to have Ray fight Vinnie this week. And we developed the Rey Mysterio versus, uh Gunther match So I don't th- If Vinny has a match He's going to fight Rey Mysterio And Rey, ha- Rey needs to win more than he does So I think Vinny is going to get a loss this week against Rey Mysterio That's the guess That's what I'm going with And uh, the number one person I'm going to sit this week is I'm going to sit Liv Morgan Now she's gone crazy and She does hardcore or whatever you want to call it I don't think you can start her until she calms down or she has something to wear. She's not going to go crazy and she's unpredictable in her match. If she does hardcore, Marlick, she's going to to lose by DQ or she's going to lose by. She's going to get a draw and a count out. You need to start a wrestler that's going to get a win. And with her being um, crazy, not crazy, not the word I want to use, but unpredictable, that's the word I'm going to use. You can't start her unless you know what's going to happen with her in the ring. And that. It's not going to happen until you actually find out what the direction she is. So I'm going to sit Liv Morgan. So really quick re- recap what I'm going to do this week. I'm going to start Ronda Rousey. I'm going to sit Baron Corbin. I'm going to, I'm going to start Baron Corbin. Sorry about that. I'm going to sit Vinny, and I'm going to sit uh, Liv Morgan. Okay. As for the fantasy wrestling stat of the week, um, with Jay Uso attacking um, whoever that guy is that's fighting Logan Paul. Sorry about that. I drew a blank. Um, and attacking Logan Paul after Roman said not to uh, Roman's going to get mad at Jay Uso um, it looks like they're going to have eventually the Jay Uso versus Roman reigns match probably who knows when but if that's the case, Jay Uso has a lot to do to catch up to Roman reigns. Uh, I'm not talking about for fighting for the title but I'm just talking about just singles matches um, Jey Uso's last singles win was August 20th 2021 so about a year ago over a year ago. And that was against Rey Mysterio. Since then, he's been 0-7 in singles. Um, even when he was main event Jey Uso, he wasn't even that good of a wrestler. He was below 500 for his winning percentage. So that's something um look forward to. If they ever have him fight more singles, he has to get some kind of wins um, if he ever does get a chance at uh, Roman Reigns. Um, I know there's a six-man tag match to Hit Row and Fantasmo. Uh, Ligano Leg- de Fantasmo this week. Um... And I know Solo and Sami Zayn are taking on um, Holland and um, uh, Butch this week. So there's a couple matches that are going to be a toss-up of who you want to touch. Um, I'm not touch. I wouldn't touch a six-man match because you don't know who the mystery person is going to be for Hit Row, and you don't know what kind of condition. Um, uh, who is going to happen for Jey Uso for the Solo and Sami Zayn match. He's friends with Solo. He's not friends with Sami Zayn. So I would not touch that match and show you what's going on. But like I said, this SmackDown week is loaded. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy SmackDown this coming week. Uh, Thank you for listening. Remember, if you want to hit me up at Mike at Real Wintry. That's my Twitter account. And thank you for listening. And remember, you can't spell Wintry without W-I-N. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and uh, have a good week. Thank you. Bye.